How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Next Success. I am Skylar Beitendorp. And I'm Adam Bastian. Today we're going to talk about first impressions and why they are important and how to make a good first impression. So uh, let's, yeah, I guess let's just go right into it. We're not starting with a quote or a poem today. <laughs> or anything. <laughs> or anything. But we have a list of ways to... Um, how to how to make a good first impression so let's talk about why it's important first so adam why what why is a good first impression so important i think it it sets the bar of who you are and what you're capable of and your level of confidence to another person it's like in a job interview or, or anything like that and um, the way you present yourself the things that you say um the way you look all goes to what their decision will be at the end of it or how they'll treat you as a start before actually knowing you. So I think you need to have a good first impression on people if they're going to like you, I guess. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. Yeah, you got to have a good first impression for job interviews, for, for dating, or meeting your date's parents or their friends or whatever, you know? Because, like, whatever your first impression is, they're going to remember that. And even when they see you the next couple times, they'll still remember the first impression. At least that's what I've been taught and I've found to be true is, like, if you have a good first impression, I've, I've learned that it takes about, like, 10 bad impressions. I mean, it depends on how bad. But, like, roughly, it takes it takes quite a number of bad impressions to erase that good one. And if you have a good first impression, or a good, if you have a bad first impression, it takes like good ten good interactions to erase that bad one. So people remember that first impression really well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I remember my first impression of you. You were like, I remember looking at you. I was like this tall, slender, really pristine looking dude. He looks like he's super uh, successful and knows what he's doing. And I was like, it was kind of intimidating because I was like, uh, like, like honestly, I was like, I don't know if I could be friends with that dude. I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I really wow. like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know if I like this dude. Um, just because I was like, he he kind of looks like he might be full of himself. That was just by your looks. Yeah. And I I don't know what that says about me, because <laughs> maybe I'm because I was like maybe I'm full of myself and was like, yeah, this guy he can't step on my ego. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, you're like getting like all ready for. It. Yeah, I was I was puffing up. Right. You know, yeah. and uh, but but it wasn't that was my first impression just by your looks and because I was just like yeah he looks like like he he knows everything and he might be a little prideful just because in my experience that's typically what I've seen from people that yeah. look like you. I don't know what that means. And uh, <laughs> no, I, I, just like you know, just like fully yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. But I was like, well, I didn't really talk to him. So then I actually started talking to you. And I was like, you know, he's actually pretty down to earth. And I was like, he's, you know, he, he knows what he's talking about. And he cares a lot. And he's he's had experience in his life. So he's not just full of himself and knows nothing. So it was good. But that was my first impression of you, just by, like, your looks and stuff. Because yeah. typically when I see people like that, I'm, like, automatically turned away by it and turned off by it that's just how i've always been because that's what i've experienced mostly 
I think, yeah. in my life with people like that. I don't know what it is about me exactly, but I've heard that before that people say they just like look at me and they're like, oh, this guy probably is way too cool for me. Or, you know, like people have like, I don't know, do I give off like a, like kind of like a douchebag impression just from my looks? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but, um, um, I don't know. I think, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's you're like a douchebag. <laughs> I would just say you just look. I don't know. Like I could be full of myself. Yeah, like you could be. Cause I or like like I take care of myself. Or like it's it's like and the I attitude like, like I don't care about anybody else because I'm the coolest guy here. You know, it's like I don't care about you. Cause I know it's what I want. <laughs> I know what I want. So I'm going to do what I want and you can, you can screw off, you know? Yeah. That's kind of what the look you give. Sure. At least when I first met you, but then I started talking to you and just the little conversations I had completely changed. And I was like, okay, I was wrong. I was just being full of myself. Yeah. So not giving him a chance. I think, yeah, that's like important to, it's kind of like, Another way to say like first impressions, it's like it's like judging, you know, like like you were judging me based off of my looks, and I do that to everyone I see. You know, yeah. if I see someone wearing a suit and they like take care of themselves, drive a nice car, I'm gonna judge them a little bit. I'm gonna think like I'm just gonna you know make up assumptions mm-hmm. about who they are and the lifestyle they live. And then if I see someone who's a, a homeless guy who looks who's dressed like a homeless guy, smells like a homeless guy, acts like one. Um, I'm going to have a totally different, like first impression or judgment on them. Right. So it's like appearance is super important. Um, or it's like a, a big part of first impressions because yeah, if you take care of yourself and you, you, I don't know. Well, sometimes, about, sometimes yeah. our first impressions are wrong. Like mine was about you. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And it's, it's like, like, don't judge people too quickly. Like get to know them. And I'm glad you like, didn't just <laughs> tell me, okay, this guy's too much of this or that fool himself uh maybe not gonna be friends with. well i mean i under because i get that too um i've gotten that my whole life just growing up people are like yeah "Yeah, you look like a like you don't care about anybody you're just like fool yourself and you just walk around with this confidence that no one likes (laughs) yeah and then they're like then we get to know you and you're kind of an idiot (laughs) (laughs) no yeah that that that's a big thing i get too is like skyler's Kind of a, a goofball or yeah. a, a dork. I'll get that. I'm like, yeah, I'm a. I, I, I try to be authentic as much as I can, and um, just have. I just I like to have fun. But um, my first impression of you, I feel like, it was all good. Like it just seemed like you were nice. talking to everyone, friends with everybody. You always had a smile on your face. Um, so I feel like I feel like you give off a good first impression. Like nice. times just, of just change. watching you. You know, times have changed. Yeah, times have changed. Yeah. And it's not usually what I get. <laughs> um, so we wrote a little list um, about, like, the different things that make a first impression. So we wrote out verbal. So, like, the way you speak and communicate. And then body language. Like, if you're always closed off or, you know, like... You know, if you see, if you visualize somebody standing with their legs crossed, their arms folded, and their head down, and like kind of just looking up, like with their eyes, you're gonna like 
get some a different impression about them versus if they're standing with their weight on both feet spread apart hands hanging down and their head held high you'll get another impression so that's body language and then appearance would be like or do you want to talk about appearance yeah so i'm not going through the whole list <laughs> no you're good appearance i think is it's it's just all about how you dress the way you put your hair up you know are you are you well groomed do you shave you know things like that and if you do have a beard or facial hair is it well kept right you know like do you look clean do you look professional do you look like you have your your stuff together so if you look like like you were saying earlier if you look like a homeless man the likelihood of being treated like a homeless man is greater than if you don't look like a homeless man and you look like you you look like adam i I guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah i got a long way to go cut this hair man um but yeah i think appearance is huge yeah so unfortunately it is like because appearance says nothing about who we are as individuals like no matter what people are gonna judge you based off of how you look like that's the first thing they'll see before they say hi to you they're gonna see you like right they're gonna see what you look like they're gonna see if you know and they're gonna see like your hair the way you like the clothes you wear does he shave are his teeth like crooked and yellow is he's is he a smoker? You know, or are they like straight and white? Like, um, and that's another thing is smiling. That's a big one. We'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Well, I feel like I judged you based solely based off of appearance. Because mm-hmm. you have like, you like do your hair and you got that hard part. And, you know, you do like a hard part and it's always like, like slicked kind of like it's super nice. There's like not a hair out of, out of place. At least when I first met you. And I was like, wow. This man is well kept. I was like, I'm obviously not that well kept. <laughs> no, you compared to compared to you know, I don't like I don't slick it to the side or anything, but yeah. like it's just all with my fingers. But I joke with my friends that it takes me two hours to do my hair when in reality it it takes like five minutes. Really? <laughs> it seriously does. Um so yeah, I just I just found a way to do it that's easy and that it it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um content what does that mean content yeah what do you mean so like i'm struggling verbal body language appearance and content like like what you talk about as a first impression so like your heart yeah in a way your like, soul i don't know. like when like when i meet somebody and this will be the way i'm dressed my appearance the body language how i how i stand and you know the way i move my my body uh, verbal, how I speak, but then it's what I speak. You know, am I talking about, um, am I talking about a book I read or am I talking about people like negatively of other people or am I, you know, gossiping mm-hmm. or things like that? I think that's another big one to a first impression. It's what do they talk about? What are they about? What do they like to do? Um, I think that's, that's a big one too on first impressions. So yeah, that's a list of like four things we we wrote out what let's go over exactly what people can do to create a good first impression if that works for you unless you have anything else you want to share about no. that i mean I, I guess i can i have something to share about content yeah or just uh um just like speak good things you know 
if you're if you're speaking like you said speaking poorly about other people what is that going to show you're going to attract i think if you speak that way and you gossip and you speak about bad things all the time and just negative things all the time you are going to attract negative people in your life that's just how it is yeah because those those people that are good that are trying to succeed and like trying to excel and become greater than they were yesterday their impression of you is going to be i don't want to hang around this guy or this girl or whatever pronouns or whatever yeah <laughs> but um the guys like you're gonna like like-minded people are going to come together but if you speak about good things and you speak about being like better than you were those same people are going to come to you and the negative people are going to i think be bitter around you but they won't be attracted to you yeah does that make sense i like that a lot yeah especially like when you think about what you talk about so like if if i'm talking to somebody and they're you know having a conversation with them or hanging around hanging out with them for any of the night and they start just talking trash about how life sucks or you know gossiping about somebody i won't hang out with them again mm -hmm. like if they're there great but i'm not gonna invest too much time into them because negativity is very draining it's very heavy i just i just don't want it you know because mm -hmm. i know i'll I absorb what's ever around me and i don't want to absorb any of that so like and i think there's a lot of people like that will notice and when you gossip it creates so much distrust like you know as soon as you leave they're not gonna be talking about you next but if you're constantly talking positive about other people and like man adam's so cool and all this it's like okay when then when the third person leaves they know i'm not gonna talk crap about them they're not gonna be like yeah so and so is like super cool nice mm -hmm. guy so people whatever you talk about with someone they know you're they're gonna talk about that when you're not when they're not with you yeah so Just, i don't know about you but that makes me kind of like a sad night i guess it makes me so aggravated when i know they're going to be talking bad about me when i yeah. leave because i know they don't like me <laughs> right. for, for whatever reason oh it's just so aggravating and i, I hate it <laughs> right yeah it's like never feels good you leave and you're like oh they're probably talking garbage yeah and i think it's really easy to talk negative about other people oh, so super like, do the hard thing like talk positively talk about talk about ideas and things you want to achieve in life and goals because that that honestly when i switch the conversations to that they get interesting people are like oh yeah this is what's going on in my life this is what i want to do mm -hmm. i'm not sure to go this way or that way like they get so much deeper because they're talking about themselves and where they're going versus other people and what they're doing wrong you know yeah. air quotes and i guess if they do want to talk bad about you bad air quotes about you after you leave the only things they'll have to talk about are your goals. Right. <laughs> That's true. They're like, I can't believe he's actually trying to be great, you know? They're, so. they're doing a podcast. I wonder I wonder what people say about us. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah. I wonder, but I don't care. Yeah, I, so <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. I can only imagine. They like, these guys mean. suck. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but and that's another thing is like not making up stories about what other people are saying about us mm -hmm. you know can't do that because then it's just our own negative self-talk it's also super important um yeah i like that oh and another thing i thought about this earlier but like when when you uh, when you talk about you know your, your goals and stuff a lot of times you can relate to someone else and oh, when yeah when like like have you ever met someone for the first time 
and they have something that like one of their interests is one of yours and you just instantly can have an awesome conversation about it and you connect really quickly because like we both like guns or we both like books mm-hmm. it's like when you talk about those things and you can relate to someone i think that's a great way to make a first impression if you find something in common because then be like oh he's like me and because people like people who are like themselves so find find common ground i think that that'll make us rock solid yeah for a good first impression yeah if you talk to people like you're interested in them and you actually are interested in them they can tell oh yeah and then you find something they're interested in and then you know it too you just feed off of it and build off of that and i think that goes a long way yeah so that's true like um tony robbins he said this in one of his podcasts or videos i was listening to he's like people like people who are like themselves and people don't like people who are not like themselves, obviously. But the, re- the explaining is like, if you think about anybody you like, it's because they are like you or they are like how you want to be. And if you think about anybody you don't like, they are not like you and they are not like how you want to be. So if you're just constantly being the best you you can be, like be authentic, but be if you're being the best you, I think you'll attract a lot of people because it'll be like, man, I want to be as authentic as this person. I want to be as successful as them in their relationships and their business and, you know, their physical health. Um, so you don't necessarily always need to be exactly like the person, but it's like, if you're like how, like, someone wants to be, I think that creates a lot of respect, too. Because it's yeah. like, oh, I want to do that, too. Well, I got but, So <laughs> I work for the Department of Corrections here in Utah, and I work at the prison in Draper. Um, and I started just like a year and a half ago, just about a year ago or so. And my first impression of that department when I, when I started working in the prison was, it was, it was garb. It was so bad. Um, because my sergeants that were training me just like didn't care. Like I showed up to work and the sergeant said, he basically said, when you're here and when you're learning, you sit down, you shut up and then you watch and you just try and work. I was like, what does that mean? He's like, don't ask questions, just watch and try to do it. And I was like, that's so dumb. And then I got yelled at for being, I would show up like early, like five, eight minutes early to work. And he said, you need to come in 15, 20 minutes early to work every day because you don't know what that last shift went through for 12 hours. And so I got yelled at and I was like, I don't understand. And I was like, I never get, my relief never comes up. They always come up five minutes before my shift ends. I was like, and I have to come up 20 minutes before? My sergeant was like, he was he was a super angry guy. And my first impression of him was like, dude, this he's horrible. Because he was, he just was unhappy. You, you could tell. Like, he had, he was not animated. He made fun of people. He made fun of me. Uh, and he, he yelled at me for, for stupid things that made no sense. And I was like, well, I'm going to quit. I was like, this is horrible. Why would I stay at a job that treats me like garbage? You know what I mean? And, uh, but I stuck it out and I was like, well, it can't be. I was like, that's just one sergeant. I was like, that can't be the whole department. And I stuck it out a little longer and it got better. Well, and then I saw this sergeant, he switched from max, from like max security where he was working to over on the, on a different side of the prison as as a different role. And I worked over there for a month. It was in the women's side. And he was like a 
he just like managed all the movements and stuff outside the buildings. So if like the inmates had to go to go to work at culinary or they had to go to work at commissary or, you know, whatever, he would manage that and watch them outside and make sure they weren't going where they weren't supposed to go. And, uh, but his attitude was completely different and he was a happy guy. He was a joy to be around. He joked around with me. He actually cared about me. And it was, it was interesting. But my first impression of him was like he was this horrible person, but I think I just caught him at a horrible time. But because I didn't dwell on it, I think I was able to look at him in a different light when he was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And, but it, it, it greatly affected me having that horrible first impression because I almost quit and did something else, which this job has provided me a lot of experience and areas I never would have thought, but I yeah. would have never would have never had it all if I just based that off of a sour first impression and judged this guy off of a sucky situation he was in his life. Mm-hmm. But that kind of reminds me of um so kind of kind of the opposite happened to me at so I used to work at a car dealership. And when I first went there for an interview, like they hired me so I went and met all the other managers. And I went and met with one of the sales managers and he just was like super cool guy just was happy he was like yeah well, what's going on yeah we do these things it's a great place to work we like pair employees so well i was like awesome love all that great first impression and then the next time i met him or the next couple of times i met him they were all good but then there was two or three other times where because i like switched departments in there or like yeah uh, roles and I was in like their little meeting and he was yet like, yeah, he was yelling at all the employees. Like, I don't know. And I, I have a hard time with people yelling and like raising their voice and getting angry. Cause like I grew up with that. Like my dad would yell at me a lot. And so when someone else does, that, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I feel like yelling is just weakness. Like if you can't control your emotions, anyways, mm-hmm. point is um, he basically yelled at us me and all the other staff like two or three times and by that third time i was like it didn't matter all those good first impressions like they were gone i just kind of thought he was like yeah they were erased because they were so intense he was yelling at us so intensely and then i was like well i'm not working i'm not working for somebody that's like that acts like that yeah can't control their emotions like i feel like that's something we teach our kids like kids get taught at a young age it's like you can't figure that out i'm out so anyways walked out the door um and never went back in (laughs) and i do not think that was a wrong thing to do like usually it's like putting your two weeks but like you're gonna be that way Mm -hmm. and treat people like they're lower than you and just like they're doing a terrible job because i was i was new they weren't really like mentoring me on what to do right and i was getting yelled at for what i like you don't yell at a kid for touching the stove if they never touched it before well that was my experience with my job yeah, I was getting yelled at for things I knew nothing about, mm-hmm. and so it was it was horrible. So, like, how quickly is it to ruin a good first, like a good impression like that? Yeah. Versus how 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 much harder is it to repair a, a, a like a a reputation a, from a bad impression? Right. Because you would have good. to do a lot. There'd be a need to be a lot of good impressions to erase that. Yeah. Bad one. Well, and that's what happened. It took over a year, and I would see this guy. Yeah. All the time, and I was just like, oh, there he is. <laughs> right and he's just like what's up man and i was like 
you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you just don't want to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> and wanna... then, but you know, eventually over time he was, I don't know, it changed, but it took a long time. Yeah. Cause I said earlier that it takes 10 good impressions to erase a bad and the opposite for good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's true, but also that, that can be less if it's the, depends on how intense they are. Yeah. It's like with that, it only took like three bad impressions of him yelling at me to erase the good one. So I think it depends on how, how bad those are. So. Anyway, okay. kind of a tangent. But. Yeah. Little, little tangent, but that's like a true story about our experiences and first impressions with other people. So hope, uh, hope you guys got value out of that. <laughs> okay. So, um, Let's go down this list we got on how to make a good first impression. So if you're someone that wants to have a good first impression on a f- good first on a first date, job interview, meeting parents, new group, new new uh, friend groups, anything, you're trying to you know, like maybe a client or something. Here are some things you can do to have a great first impression. So number one is make eye contact, which I feel like is kind of common sense but common sense isn't so common anymore so we're going to talk about it it's a superpower <laughs> it's a superpower um but let's also i i know i've known people because okay so eye contact is important but too much eye contact is too intense and it makes me want to not look at people <laughs> <laughs> like i i know this person i won't say their name but i don't and i don't see him anymore but anytime i would be around them they would just lock eyes and they would not blink and they just smile and be like how you doing oh good and like they're a super nice person and i and other people said this too it wasn't just me but they would just like their eyes would not blink they would not look away to give a little rest like stare into your soul Uh (laughs) so here's a way if you want to make so make eye contact with people whoever it is you want to have a good first impression with and here's something you can do to make sure you're not holding eye contact too long or too short when you look at them Kind of count in the back of your head before they look away. So let's say, you know, you guys are looking at each other. You count one, two, three, four, five, and then they look away at something else and have that little rest and then look back at you. You know that's how comfortable they are holding eye contact with you before it starts to feel uncomfortable. So don't hold eye contact with them past that five seconds because it'll start to just, like, eye contact is very intense. Um, and Like, it's literally only five seconds before someone looks away. Like, have you noticed that? Like, mm-hmm. people do that. They're talking, but then there's just this little rest where they just look away or they just look at someone behind them. Or is that just me? No, I mean, I notice no, that stuff. I've, no, I agree. I mean, what helps with that with me is you just, when you talk, just be animated. Yeah. You know? Like, if you're, if you're, if you're like a really, like, uninteresting person to talk to and you're just like, you know, you know your arms are down by your side and you're just looking yeah like i don't know like it's gonna look weird if you just look off to the side all right but if you're animated and you use your hands and you're you're generally interested in what you're talking about it makes no difference whether you look at them or not yeah. like you need to look at them but when you look away it won't be that weird right and so like maintaining eye contact it also communicates to them that you care and that you're paying attention to what they're saying and what they're doing so i think that's that's the power in it is it shows you care because if someone's talking to you and they're just looking away, they're checking their phone, they're looking at the watch. That are those are all nonverbal um, ways to communicate that they don't care. So 
be like 100% focused, but like, don't be too intense, but it shows that you care. Mm-hmm. So, um, number two, you want to take that? Number two is smile. Just another just thing just that's like happy. common sense. Yeah. yeah. But like, <laughs> it's like, what, like when you smile, like it, it shows people that you're, you're happy and you like you, you love life and you love mm-hmm. what you're talking about. But if you're frowning and you don't smile, it just, it, like you said earlier, like it's heavy, like negativity is heavy. Yeah. And if you're unhappy, people can tell your tone changes, your body language changes, your eye contact is almost not there at all. And it gets super heavy and it's not very fun to talk to you. Um, and it's, it's hard to carry on a conversation with someone who doesn't care. Right. And, uh, but if you smile, you can tell a difference. Like even on the phone, I heard in, like during phone interviews and stuff, mm-hmm. like you can tell if someone's smiling over the phone. Isn't that wild? It's super wild. <laughs> it's just it's true. Like it's night and day difference. So smile, be happy, show your teeth, your pearly whites. If you don't have pearly whites, just get pearly whites. Yeah. Start brushing teeth and I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, brush your teeth. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> floss, brush your teeth, floss, and you know, whitening strips, they're like 50 bucks. And like I used them. And after, I, like, I, I bought them. I used a couple, and then I was like, "These don't work." But I was like, I think it was like a month later. I was like, "Freak!" I bought these. I'm just gonna use them. So I just started using them every day, and then I started getting compliments all the time from people. They were like, "Man, your teeth are so white. How'd you do it?" I'm like, "Oh wow, I didn't even realize that they were working because it's such a slow thing." But it's a little thing. But like having white teeth, it's like people notice it. Mm-hmm. Looks nice. And smiles are contagious too. They are. Yeah. So you smile. One hundred percent. Someone else will smile. So I, I still think it's crazy how you can hear a smile. You know, no, straight we, up. we can hear smiles over the phone, or like if someone's talking behind you, you can hear if they're smiling, or if they're very serious. Mm-hmm. It's it's so cool. But yeah, I think smiles. Yeah, like you said, it's contagious. It really lightens the mood. Or like, like because negativity is heavy. And when you smile, it's just like it's so easy to be around somebody who's positive and who's smiling and who's laughing. It's true. And also, it's you're much more approachable when you're smiling. Like, no, someone's not going to come up to you with your arms folded and you're just like have this RBF face, you know, <laughs> on you. But if you're smiling, teeth or not teeth, you're gonna, people are going to be like, oh, they're happy. I want to approach them because I know it's going to be a light, fun interaction with them. So smile smiling is super important all right number three all right dress for the occasion so if you're going to worship if you're going to church uh don't don't dress in homeless clothes (laughs) yeah know your audience know your audience yeah um so i mean we kind of touched on this a little earlier but um dressing nice with clothes that aren't stained don't have holes in them um that fit you properly um, they do go a long way because people are like, oh, they care about themselves. They invest into themselves. And like, I don't know, I just, people that don't invest into themselves on some level, I, I don't feel like they're going to, like, like, so I heard the other day someone was talking about, like, they'd rather have a accountant who is jacked or just in shape versus uh, an accountant who's overweight. Both have nothing to do with accounting and money or anything, but it's like, it's 
wanting someone who strives for excellence in every area of their life to handle their finance because mm-hmm. they care about themselves and their body and they want that kind of person in their life. So um, that's kind of what it is with, I think, dressing. It's like it communicates to other people that like I value myself, I care about myself, I um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we we touched on it earlier, but dress dress appropriately. You know, if you're going to a reception, you'll dress one way. Worship, you'll dress one way. Meeting friends for the first time, dress one way. You're going to dinner. Yeah, I would I would say also be you though. Yeah. Like right. Like be you. Mm-hmm. Dress the way you would like to dress, but know your audience. So if you're trying to appease a certain type of people, dress that way. But Nothing's more, I don't think anything's, we haven't, I don't, we'll probably talk about it in a little bit, but nothing's, nothing's more important than being confident in your own skin. Yeah. So be you and, uh, and, and just love it, man. Like, Absolutely. I don't know. I was just thinking like dress for the occasion, but the past couple of days I've really wanted to just like, so I play the banjo Yeah. and I want to go. And just wear overalls, and that's it. And show up to some event with a banjo and just overalls. <laughs> That'd be dope. <laughs> and just, <laughs> just we can play my little heart out. Yeah. And uh, I just think it would be funny. But I don't know why I was thinking about that. It's kind of besides the point. But no, I just think, yeah. Like, just straight butt naked. Maybe not butt naked. But <laughs> just in overalls. In overalls with yeah. a banjo. It'd be pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, just be you. Yeah. But like, and it's okay to go outside of the box a little bit on dressing for the occasion. It's like if you wear something that's very loud, that's not normally you or maybe isn't what everyone else is wearing, it's like that will make you stand out more, which is sometimes a good thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Also have fun with it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Like I almost bought a turtleneck the other day. Why? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I don't know. Those can look really good. I picked it up and I was like, man. I should buy this turtleneck. Yeah. And I put it back. <laughs> Did you try it on? No, I should have. You should just try it on, see how you feel in it. Yeah. I almost bought it because I was like, never know when this will come in handy. Right. Never know when you need a, tur- a turtleneck, you know? Turtlenecks can look good. They can also look really bad, but it's, it just depends on what kind. Does it fit you properly? All these little things. You can show up to like a book club with a turtleneck or something. Yeah. Um, Dye my hair black. I've definitely have worn clothes that like aren't me and I don't feel good in it. And that impacts my first impression. Cause I'm just like thinking I look like trash. In this. It doesn't fit me. Yeah. I become a little self-conscious, which is like a me thing, like getting over that. But yeah, wear something that you feel good in. Oh, here's the next one for be authentic. Be authentic. What I just said, just be you. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the most important thing. Cause if you think about confidence, it's a lot of, it's basically just being authentic, like being the true you. Cause I, I've been around, I've worked with people after I worked for the dealership. I worked for this guy. Awesome dude. We hired another dude and me and him were working together and uh, I could tell he was just putting on a face and trying to like act really confident. But you can tell when someone's like kind of insecure about it. Like mm-hmm. they're being loud because to like, take the attention off of they don't feel super good um and maybe that's me judging him i'll admit that but 
I could tell there wasn't there was this authenticity that just wasn't quite there with him, and it made me feel really uncomfortable and weird. Um, but like being authentic and being confident, they're 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 similar. But I feel like being authentic is being true to who you are and not trying to be confident in the way that someone else is confident. Well, I think it brings confidence. It does. So if you are who you are and you're not pretending, the confidence quickly follows. Mm-hmm. And people notice that and they want to be around you. And then good things follow. Yeah. Yeah, people people can, they pick up on the BS. Yeah. So if you're having a, a first impression with somebody, meeting someone for the first time, they're going to tell, they'll just pick it up if you're being real or not. You know? And something I've, is this okay that's actually the next one okay anything else on this be authentic no oh okay i'll say just like zach efron once said be your size be you be you yeah like anytime i'm in a situation like oh man i need to be more confident if i switch it from telling myself to be confident to being authentic i can for me i don't know if this will work for everyone but for me i personally like just snaps me into this like being exactly who i am and not trying to be confident it's just i don't know that's something i do yeah so uh next is be a good communicator and i forgot what i was gonna say earlier dang it (laughs) um oh shoot be authentic be a communicator okay anyways so um be a good communicator speak clearly don't have like a sucker in your mouth when you're talking to someone for the first time don't like be i don't know like speak with power speak clearly and don't uh talk too much like let someone else speak a little bit you know let them get their their word in and make them feel heard yeah i while i was serving my mission in idaho there is something in part of the little book we have with like our lessons and just how to be a teacher and how to be a better better teacher or whatever one of the one of the subsections in there was like talk to people but i changed it to talk with people because Mm. i i was like i don't want to just talk to people because then it's just it's kind of one-sided but if i'm talking with people we're both talking we're both communicating and we're both getting across things we want to talk about so i think that's important like like being a good communicator, you're not talking to people. You're talking with people. People are included. You're not doing it alone. You're doing it together. I like that a lot. Talk with people. Um, someone, a way someone talked, uh, explained it to me was it's like playing tennis. You'll pass them the ball. Dude, I love tennis. You know, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, let them say their thing. They'll pass it back. And then you say your thing and you'll pass it back. So it's like. But only one person can talk at a time because, like, do you like being interrupted? No. No one likes being interrupted. <laughs> like, that's um, – when someone – when you interrupt somebody, it really – like, it's frustrating because, like, you're, you have this thought you're trying to get out and someone's like, oh, and then this and this and this. Um, it's fr- frustrating. No one likes it. Like, if you're constantly the person that's interrupting other people and not, you know, taking that time to listen to their ideas and what they're saying, um, I think that, that kind of turns people off to – speaking with you yeah let other people talk yeah let them finish their their Mm -hmm. thought um something that uh, i was taught is when you were speaking and i'm not great at this i'm still like working on applying this but 
when we talk and because like this is how to get people to stop interrupting you but like when we speak a lot of times when we when we're talking we end with a down we're like so how are you doing today or today i was going over to the store and then like a lot of times it's with the down i'm probably not doing a mm-hmm. best job of explaining no, this, I, but I, I get it i get it yeah but when we speak going up it's like today i went to the store and then i bought a scooter and then it it, it communicates that there's more coming so don't interrupt me. But when we talk down, it's like kind of like an ending right. to a sentence. So like, I and the times where I have been conscious about that and I do that, I'm like, oh, so today we're going to do this and then we're going to do this and we're going to go over here and then we're going to go, you know. Uh, people don't interrupt me when I do that. So that's another fun little I tool think, to practice. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think people don't interrupt because it's interesting. Everybody, it, yeah. everybody loves a good story. Right. And and I've noticed that about myself. I I don't I share stories here, but not really as much as I do outside. But in, in normal conversations, like I can share. I've shared stories. Like I don't know. I've had people come up to me and they're like, "Like Adam, you need to share. You should you should tell me a story." And I'm like, uh, I don't just uh, I just get, I get kind of awkward because I'm like I, I don't like sharing them when someone's demanded me to share a story. Yeah. But I'll share one when I want to. Like you've seen me tell stories. Yeah, Adam's know? a great storyteller, and that's not just me saying that. Like other people say that all the time. Like Adam's really good at telling stories, and it's like very engaging, and people want to listen, and they're waiting for the next part, the next punchline. Yeah, line and I I feel like over a podcast, it's a little harder for me because I like getting really animated with my stories. Yeah, like I'll lay on the floor, I'll jump around, like <laughs> yeah. like I act it out because that's that's how the story is, and I don't. You know, I think that's what, and yeah, that's a big thing that makes you a good storyteller. Like he was telling a story yesterday about <laughs> rabbits and like driving down the road and how they would like jump in the middle of the road at the last <laughs> second, but he was acting out what the rabbit was doing and it was, it was very funny and engaging and I was like squatting. Yeah. I was like, yeah, just like a rabbit would. It was yeah. funny, <laughs> but yeah, a little bit of a tangent there, but yeah, be a well, good communicator. Well, it just goes to what you're talking about. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, kind of a tangent, but just be interested in what you're talking about. Yeah, and people will listen. Mm-hmm. So it's true. I I remember what I was gonna say earlier. Send it. Um, people will recognize when, like, like you know, how when we talk to kids. Okay, wait. I'll finish that. People recognize when we're speaking in our regular voice or when we're changing it to who we're talking to. So, like, when we talk to kids, all the times it's like hey oh you're so cute how are you you know we kind of change the tone and everything mm-hmm. people will recognize when we speak like differently than we would if it was just like a, a sibling or something like for example if i was meeting someone for this time be like hey how you doing oh my gosh today's been great how how's your day going well, people recognize if i'm smiling and saying just like hey how you doing how's your day going people will kind of like it's like just Speaking your normal voice has been proven to create a lot of trust, especially over the phone. Like smile, but don't like elevate your voice too much. It's the retail voice. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's like the salesman retail voice. Like it's it feels a little fake sometimes. And it's not necessarily bad to do. Like it it has been proven to create a lot of trust when when you speak with your normal voice that you speak to the people that you interact with every day. Cause then they feel like I think they just feel like they are some like you're closer like it's not a first time impression it's like i've known you for a long time that's what it feels like yeah it's comfortable 
Yeah. So, okay. Be a good communicator. Next is use positive body language. So we've spoken about that a little bit, but like, what does that mean? Positive versus negative body language. Just be engaged. Like, yeah. like, like, I guess when I, when I tell stories, for example, like I act it out and stuff like a lot of times and I use my arms and I, I emphasize with my hands. And I think that just like, it's just like, I'm speaking without words. Does that make yeah, sense? Totally. Only 7% of communication is verbal. The rest is body language and tone. 7%. Mm-hmm. Cause it, it's not like everyone's heard. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Mm-hmm. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. That's much more intense, right? Dago. <laughs> it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Uh-huh. Those all said something a little differently because of the tone in my voice. Um, but body language is the biggest portion of that. I think it's like 60 or like almost like 70% of communication. Verbal is seven. So that means the rest. I'm not going to do that in my head. <laughs> I'm not great at doing math in my head. But the rest of it is uh, the tone. Uh-huh. The body language. Like, Let's just talk about being approachable for a second. If your hands are in your pockets or folded or you're sitting down with your legs crossed, what does that communicate? You want to be alone. Yeah, you want to be alone. You're like closed. Mm-hmm. It's like, closed off. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, you're like you're protecting yourself. You're protecting your gut, like the most vulnerable part of your body where the right. rib cage isn't at. Um, it's like a vulnerable part. This is where our organs are. So it's kind of like protecting. We're not really closed or open. And it kind of communicates that we're not really confident about where we are. So having it being more open and not covering your your torso communicates that we're we're calm. We we feel comfortable in the room. Like we do, we don't we feel safe. When you feel safe, people also feel safe around you. People will pick that up. Um, but it's a lot easier to approach somebody when they, you know, are relaxed and they're they're sitting back on the couch and they're like, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, if you're watching this, you can see our nonverbals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so uh yeah, that's like it's like it's like like when you tell stories and you're animated, it's very engaging and it makes it it makes what you're saying just so much more interesting because we can hear what you're saying, but then we can see what you're saying. Yeah. So that's another way to make a good first impression is, "Hey, how are you?" This okay, if you are listening to this, that's awesome. I think you'll get way more out of it if you do watch this one. Um because we are talking a lot about body language. Um, yeah. So, like, do you shake someone's hand on a first impression? It depends. Like, when, or when you I, meet them? I, I will say, I am not, like, a super touchy-feely dude. Yeah. I, like, my family is not like that at all. Like, I would say I'm more so than my family and my mm-hmm. siblings. But I'm not used to it because I, like, I, like, I would go and like hug someone and like, I, I still get like the one pat hug from my dad and brothers. Just like, like, you know, oh, yeah. Like the, the bro. Yeah. Like hug. the bro, like, like, good to see you. Or it's like, <laughs> right. Or like, and so I'm not like super, super touchy feely, mm-hmm. but I'm, that this is something I need to get better at is like handshakes and like, like greetings and goodbyes with like a handshake or like mm-hmm. a hug or a high five or like a fist bump, you know? Yeah. But because it, it goes a long way, like physical contact. It does. 
like really elevates relationship, friendships, romantic, anything. Like it, it really elevates it. If that's gone, if there's no physical touch, uh, the relationship kind of dwindles, I think, at least for me. Right. And even though I'm really bad at it, I really enjoy it. But so yeah. it's something I need to work on. Just as you talk about it, I'm like, mm. same. And I feel like it's become more normal to not hug or to shake someone's hand because like everyone's like COVID. Oh, we can't like people have kind of coronavirus. Corona. Yeah. People have gotten used to not doing that and then like out of the habit of hugging or or uh you know shaking someone's hand so if you're sick don't shake someone's hand or hug them like any kind of sickness right if it's contagious but like if you're not freaking show some social love like hug them like i so one of our listeners good friend his name's baruch he's probably watching right now baruch (laughs) let's go um he every time i see him and he sees anybody, he hugs them every single time. Like it's expected, like it's just, it's what happens when you see Baruch. He smiles, he hugs you. And it makes everyone, I, every, everyone that hugs him, they smile. They feel good. They feel loved because there was physical contact there. There was that like body language of, I care about. That, that's what a hug says. That's what the, the language is. It's like, hey, I love and care about you. Mm-hmm. How you doing, you know? Um, so it's like. I don't think I've ever been upset when somebody came up and gave me a hug. Someone did that at church a couple of weeks ago. Like one of our friends that we interact with, he just gave me a hug. I don't think we had ever hugged before. It's like, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> um, and I, I have a goal to hug more people and like hug one person a day. That's like, if you, if I think about it, like I usually don't hug at least one person a day. It's I'm like, lucky if I get one a week. Right, exactly. Um, and your girlfriend, your mom doesn't count. You're talking about just like hugging people that you interact with. Um, <laughs> your dog. Maybe start. Yeah. It doesn't count. Dog, uh-uh. <laughs> but like hugging people. It creates a ton of connection. Um, and it, it says that you care. It's like, it's a really great kind of way to like, have you ever met someone for the first time and they, they hug you? Yeah. How's that feel? Feels good. Like I used to. It's not weird. I used to date this girl in high school. And, like, really good friends with her mom still to this day and stuff. But I was meeting, uh, they, were, they were very, like, they were very, like, physical-oriented, I guess. They were, like, they would hug me all the time. They would, you know, I didn't realize how much I enjoyed it, but now I don't have it. So it's, like, you know. But I was, like, going to meet for some, I can't I can't really remember why, but I was going to meet this girl's grandma and I was in the car with this girl's mom and she's like, Adam, I'll give you 10 bucks if you hug and kiss my mom. And I was like, what? $10. And she's just like, she's like, you won't, you won't. And I was like, I was struggling. (laughs) I was like, I can, I will. All right. (laughs) And I didn't kiss her, but, but I hugged her. She was like, wow. She's like, but it, it went a long way with the, the grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. Shook the grandpa's hand and stuff. But anyway, it went a long way. Yeah. All because of like, instead of being like, hey, I'm Adam. Dating your granddaughter. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, it, goes, it goes a long way. People remember that. Like, I, I don't remember the times I interacted with that guy. Like, just saying, hey, how's it going? Like, I don't remember everyone, but I, I specifically remember when he hugged me because there's 
there's a touch there's like mm-hmm. there's something it it just creates more connection and trust and yeah hug more people yeah i think it's important i don't think i've ever hugged adam actually thinking about it yeah i was thinking about that right now <laughs> maybe we should hug afterwards we'll, we'll hug after <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, and long <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, do we want to? Anything else? We're kind of. Yeah. Is, this is gonna be a little longer episode. Is yeah. What it's looking like. Not what we were planning on, but. Sometimes it's okay. Though. But it was good. Yeah. Is there anything you want to touch on or kind of reiterate? Um, I'm just reading like the other th- the other things on the list that we we're gonna talk about. We either have touched on them, or I don't feel like they're quite as important. I agree. But like one. One is like be empathetic, pay attention to the the emotional well being of the person that you're talking to. Some like there's definitely people I've interacted for the first time and they're not having a good day, and I can tell. And I don't need to be fake and just do the normal small talk. It's like be real. If someone isn't doing good, like it's okay to call bring, them out. Yeah, and be like you, hey, what's going on? You can bring it up. Yeah, and I think when when we do that and we're like real, people really appreciate that. Yeah, where it's like, oh, thank you for not making me do the normal. Hey, how you doing? Where do you work? What color is your toothbrush? And all the mm-hmm. bull crap that all that happens every day. Like, like you're talking about real stuff. What's really happening? Yeah, so, like stop pretending like everything's okay, and yeah. act like it's not because it is. I think not okay. Yeah, and I think what it's basically saying is like listen to what their nonverbals are saying, what their tone of voice is saying, and just being aware of of people and the the energy they're putting off like i've walked into rooms where people were just barely having an argument and they're not yelling anymore but you can feel it oh it's it's a heavy invite you can cut it with a knife dude yeah and it's kind of like a muscle but the the more you pay attention like the next person you meet just look like okay what's their energy what's what's Mm -hmm. what's happening what's what's what are you feeling right now interacting with this person you can you can pick up that on that more and more as as you pay attention and you're conscious of it so yeah these all come with practice yes so but it starts with you with like asking yourself prior to going into a situation like how am i going to act what am i looking for do i actually care and as you ask yourself these questions you're kind of preparing your mind for it for the situation so then when you get in the situation you're that much more equipped to care and other people are gonna enjoy being around you and you're gonna make a really good first impression so it starts with you ends with other people and then the rewards come love it well thanks for joining us today i hope you guys got something out of this i did i realized i I need to hug skyler more often (laughs) so we're gonna we're gonna end this uh, with a with a hug, probably after this, we we stop this recording. We'll but it. follow us on social medias: Instagram, Facebook. Share it if you liked it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we'll go from there. Well, we'll see you guys later. See ya.